0: What is hanging, Mark?
1: Hey, Johnny. How are you, dude? I'm
0: doing good, man. How about yourself?
1: Nah, I don't know, man. I had a weird moment this week. Did you? Yeah, so once a month, because I work at a grocery store, we have to do inventory, right? And we go in at midnight, and basically you count everything in the cooler and everything on the floor. And long story short, uh, my boss and I got out at like 730 and we both decided we were kind of hungry so he offers to take me out to breakfast and I'm like well hell yeah you can take me out to breakfast I love breakfast in some context okay and we got a joint here in town and it has just killer chicken fried steak right and okay. i am excited i'm I, this is all i can think about and i'm like i we're i'm we're going to go here i'm going to go here i'm going to get chicken fried steak Inventories are fun nights anyway But god damn it I'm going to close it off With chicken fried steak And hell I'm going to get a Bloody Mary too Because my boss is buying right Yeah And we get there And uh we get seated and everything And uh, the girl goes Well what do you have And my boss orders This giant friggin like Four egg omelette With like Ham and porcini mushrooms And really Really an omelette That's higher class Than Alamosa, Colorado Has any right offering to us cuz we're all plebs down here. But okay. he orders this and then I go to order and he goes, "Just make it two of those." And Johnny, goddamn it, dude, I'm allergic to eggs. Oh. Oh. Awful. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to Dangle Podcast, guys. Welcome to Dangle Podcast. You do it. You do it. I flipped the script. You have to <laughs> introduce us now. Do
0: it. Dang old, welcome to Dangle Podcast. This is the weekly King of the Hill podcast where me, Johnny, and my good friend, Mark. That's right. I said your name and I was expecting you to my say name. Mark again because you I'm not used name. to doing this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Flipped the script, didn't I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you really did. Uh, this is the weekly King of the Hill podcast where me, Johnny, and my good buddy, Mark, we talk about King of the Hill. It's an animation classic and we, uh, we discuss what we like about it, what we don't like about it, and if it's still worth watching today. So, what do you say, Mark? Let's get this bad boy started with episode 59, Take Me Out of the ball game. Let's do her, buddy. Uh, You folks are in for something good this week because we actually have a three-part episode. Mark and I, we don't like taking those two-part episodes and splitting them up. And unfortunately, a lot of the times, that's what our schedule wants us to do. So, today, you're going to hear three episodes and not two.
1: Oh no, you mean I get extra king of the hill in my dang old podcast? Damn you absolutely it. do. <laughs> so, oh, so we're gonna that's start totally t- my fault because I was the dickhead that said, no, we have to have an introduction for ourselves first, and then we'll start with the pilot, and that has queered us ever since.
0: It's okay, buddy. I, I'm okay with it. Um, we're going to start off this week, though, with uh, episode 59, Take Me Out of the Ball Game. We have an original air date of May 11th, 1999, and our writers for this episode are Alan R. Cohen and Alan Friedland. The Allens are back, Mark.
1: The Allens are back, Johnny. I love the Allens. We love the Allens. Listeners, you love the Allens. We're going to get t-shirts that say, we love the Allens. Yes, Yes, we are
0: um our cast of characters in this episode uh wow this is really messed up because i just copy and pasted it off of the wiki and it doesn't even have hank peggy or bobby on this episode so we're just gonna read how? what they do have how okay yeah do that um Put out their we're, stupidity we're, we're gonna have to fix this guys because uh our cast list starts off with bildo treve we have mf Claire. fatherton my friend thatherton uh buck strickland joe jack enrique we have uh appearances in the background by one roger budasac maria montalvo conman and connie super miss kremser sharona johnson buckley is apparently a cameo which i swear guys i have
1: not seen him uh cameos last episode though that he was going to show up in this one
0: it is very true that's what they said and listeners if you can spot him i will i will let it be but um, we have a Chuck Mangione cameo, we have Mrs. Feibel, and we have cameos by Rita Bavacqua and former Texas Ranger, Kurt Bavacqua. Mark, what do you know about Kurt Bavacqua?
1: Not anything at all.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you what uh, his is he Wikipedia a real page says. He, so he he's is. a real person.
1: Okay, I didn't... He is. See right there, I was like, is this a... Is this a weird, like, parallel import, or is it Chuck Mangione where this guy is real? Okay, cool. Oh, no. So, Kurt Anthony
0: Bavakwa was born January twenty third, 1947. He's currently 75 years of age. He's an infielder that played with the Cleveland Indians, the Kansas City Royals, the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, the San Diego Padres, and, of course, our very own Texas Rangers... Okay. Um, he had he batted right-handed, he threw right-handed. His MLB debut was on June 22nd of 71 for the Cleveland Indians. His last appearance, he played all the way till October of 1985 with the San Diego Padres. His lifetime batting average is .236. He had 27 home runs and 275 RBIs.
1: Is that a good set of stats I know literally dick all about baseball
0: (laughs) for somebody that played for 14 years he had 27 home runs that's terrible
1: okay cool I was like and that's a good thing no Uh, batting average of about 300 is is
0: is okay but 275 RBIs is pretty awful and 27 home runs dude like halfway through a season Nolan Arenado would do that for the Rockies almost every
1: year is this pre or post steroid times?
0: Um, Arenado has never been on steroids and never will be on steroids. He's the greatest Rocky to have ever existed. So okay, there you go. Good enough. I, and I, he's again, not a Rocky John, anymore. I know nothing about. Dude, okay. I'm, I'm. I cannot bring this up because I will literally be seething. Our listeners will hear the steam coming out of my my ears if I talk about Nolan Arenado and the fact that he's not a Rocky anymore. So we're just okay. gonna we're gonna leave it at that. Um, listeners, I th- I'm pretty sure I've told you this before. I am a baseball guy, so. There you go.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Okay. Um, So that's our cast of characters. You want my synopsis here, Mark? Damn right. It's uh, short and sweet today. Strickland assembles a co-ed softball team and to compete with Fatherton's hot shot pitcher, Hank enlists Peggy. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's pretty much it. Like, that's what I got here. Um, Our A story characters are Hank and Peggy. There's kind of a cool little B story with Bobby and Connie. Um, We have seen... The Order of the Straight Arrow, which is uh, directly supposed to be what, Mark? Uh, Boy Scouts. Correct. And now, okay. with this, we're going to see the Arrow Girls, which are also... The Girl Scouts. There you go. They're selling cookies, and bobbies are better, because they're double the
1: butter. I like that little bit of continuity. I think it's a neat little... Th- not even continuity. Like, why would you even catch that? But if you do catch it, it is fun for you to catch it, if that makes right? sense. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, so let's, let's start off with some notes, man. What notes you got?
1: Oh, let's see here. Um, Connie's soup. <laughs> that just <laughs> made me laugh. And then I got, I got, soup to in thinking, the yearbook. <laughs> I got to thinking way too hard about what the hell would be in Connie's soup. And I was like, stop thinking about it. Cause then my mind went to like miss Liz and she said we made cream of us. And then I just had to stop, pull the record um, scratch on that one.
0: Uh Mark, um, it wouldn't be cream of us. It would be yeah. cream of bow. <laughs> cream of, cream of dollars. Mm-gak- I don't know how to say broiled ox penis in uh, in Laotian. So you get bow because that's what I remember.
1: But yeah, but that's Bobby going. I need more bow for oh yeah. And oh Hank no, goes, it's absolutely dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also had a sad moment because I think I took the time and effort to look at possum pate and it's not anything at all. And it bums me oh, out unless it's like some Posse type of pate slang, some type of slang that I can't put into Google translate phonetically, but just know listeners, I was, you know, boots in the ground. there doing research for you guys. <laughs> looking up. This shit on my phone when I was hey. bored at work. But yeah,
0: <laughs> nine out of 10 guys, there are monks. So you try not to get some pots on paint. <laughs> Oh
1: man. Hey Johnny. Yeah. You guys are a couple. I love that. That's a great note. I don't know. It (laughs) just, I had to write it as a note that should be a pro, but I wrote it as a note. Um, also I think we're finally at a point here and we probably should have gotten here. Oh, I'd say 10 episodes ago. We can start classifying and breaking down King of the Hill episodes into their certain categories. So okay. we have like individual character growth. We have a Peggy ideals episode. So that's like Bobby's slam and, or Peggy's pageant fever and, or maybe kind of sort of, um, death and taxes. Um, okay. you have a bill and love episode. You, you pointed that one out very definitely that bill gets more tail than probably even Boomhauer does. does <laughs> that we see. Yeah, I think that you and I need to start kind of cataloging these, and that's just a note for you and I as, like, backburner. But, listeners, if you hear something that we should be looking out for, I want you—this is me, Uncle Sam, pointing at you—to tell us <laughs> what that might be. Johnny, that national anthem sounds so good. Yes, it does, doesn't it? And finally, I have the note of—and this probably should have been a pro, but like I said in the last episode, I have upped my notes game, and I'm bad at format— Um Bill hit by pitch slash nut, sla, nut shot slash Dale. And I almost I, I am 100% sure I know the scene I'm talking about, but I bet that was supposed to be a pro, not a note. And Johnny, do you have any notes?
0: Um, I do. I do. Uh, by the way, that's one of my favorite moments, and it happens many times in this series. I, I just quoted it as Bill getting double hurt because not <laughs> only does he get beamed by Peggy, but then he eventually just gets another one to the nuts.
1: There it was. Yeah. That's what it yep. was. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah.
0: Um, so notes here. The fat guy um, needs a
1: new coat of paint.
0: <laughs> um, so notes. I played co-ed softball this year for our rec league for the very first time in my entire life. I've never played softball before. And my wife did some serious damage to her knee three games in that is still technically discoloring her shin seven months later.
1: I remember um, that. That was a hell of a bruise. Yeah. Loom oh, yeah. Injury. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. No, she's uh, currently going through PT for it still. Um, and you know what? It was all worth it because I have a, a nice chilled glass mug that says MVP because we won our league this year.
1: You're not Montel Vontavious Porter? I am not. Oh, well, I don't care then.
0: Um. Mark, congratulations. The, of,
1: that's awesome, dude. That's really cool. <laughs> Don't let me be that? a wrestling dick. That was just me like being a dickhead. That's, that's cool. Nah, bro. You're
0: that. good. You're good. Um, <laughs> Mark, can you tell me some of the teams that they had to face? Because I brought this up last episode. There are some real fun callbacks in this episode.
1: Okay. So I spent all my time trying to figure out who was playing on the Strickland team that I ignored okay. literally every team they played. So I'm glad that you're here. Yes. So they
0: played teams from H. Dumpties. Mm -hmm. Mm. They played teams from... Remember that one? Yeah. Yep. From Jugstore Cowboys. Remember that one too? Oh, that was a note. I
1: had that note. Anyway, sorry. Yes. Yep.
0: And they played the Arlen Fire Department with Mark's all-time favorite character...
1: beef Beef. which was a pro of mine that beef is back baby and you're gonna be in trouble (laughs) god damn it man i failed you with that one johnny i'm
0: sorry dude. no dude no 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 no. i just put them in notes because i think it's really cool this is uh this is an end of the season continuity thing it's rewarding people that have paid attention to things who's going to remember that they got to go to jugstore cowboys when the 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 bostonian came to town who's going to remember that bobby modeled for h dumpty's Everyone's going to remember who Beef is because that's the best episode we've watched to date. <laughs> so of course you need more beef. Here, here. Um, more beef. So it's what's for King of the Hill dinner? It, it absolutely. We asked them politely yet firmly to stay. <laughs>
1: um, and Mark, he some made some the pros, jaws man. of life at me because he was still hungry. Pros, here we go. Pros. <laughs> See, I, I I screwed this up because I have the note because I have as a pro. Did Bobby do something to his eye? And I screwed up my notes here. Man, oh, even no. on paper, I'm bad at this. Holy shit! Um, I've sprayed Strickland for termites. That's a little funny, hilarious bit. I love that Dale's so happy that he gets to play for a team. Yeah,
0: I've got that on here in my pros as well.
1: Also, weird callback to um, death, in te- death in Texas where Dale, like, backdoors himself into being an executioner as, the like, he's working for the prison. He agrees to, like, spray the prison or whatever for a whole dollar, and that's what's going to get him the ability to kill an inmate. But whatever.
0: Okay, so I'm going to pause you for just a second here because yeah. you, you brought up something here, and I you can make note of it at this point. We need to make a subcategory because there are episodes that are just Dale has a different job. We'll Think call of him, all of the different we'll call jobs Dale, Dale Simpson
1: Episodes, because yeah. Dale's exactly.
0: I mean, he let's see, he has tried to be an executioner. He's tried to be a bounty hunter. He has now done. Um, he was worked for Stick Tech. Softball. He works for Stick Tech. He, he, he was uh,
1: <laughs> Jugums or whatever the hell girl. I can't remember Wingums Jugums. <laughs> we works at Hooters. We'll, we'll get there i don't remember
0: what it is uh, yeah I was gonna say he, he tried to smuggle girl. he tried to smuggle himself onto working at strickland by saying he had worked at a propane place in arizona
1: yeah yeah like, um yeah
0: dale has he's his met, own he's episodes. a colonel
1: like he he's a colonel he has a colonel uniform he yep. said he was a florist i know that was he was a bounty hunter but yeah yeah dale yeah okay cool yeah we'll throw so that, dale that, job episodes need to be a thing yeah hell yeah dude i'm into it I like Bobby's continued eating of the gross cookies. That made me laugh. <laughs> They're waxy. <laughs> he just keeps horsing them, and I, dude, I get it. I get it, Bobby. I've never had waxy cookies before. Um, do you ever eat like circus cookies? The weird, like white and or pink frosted animal cookies with the sprinkles? Because those get I have, waxy. But I've those never are, like, found them that. Well, if you're like me and I know I am, you eat almost a whole bag at a time because you don't know what (laughs) self-control is. And your tongue gets really fucking waxy afterwards, so I get that (laughs) one, but...
0: Fair. Very fair.
1: (laughs) Um, Hey, Bobby. Or Bobby. Hey, Johnny. (laughs) Yeah, Mark. I'm having sex with her. (laughs) What's in my favorite moments. That was a definite, that was a definite choke on my beer moment. That was a great moment. (laughs) Please tell me that's one that you rewound a couple of times. Um,. yeah, I watched it, like, three times, and Amanda got mad. Like, <laughs> this this episode, listeners, might have tested my relationship because I was so busy looking up who was on the Strickland team for continuity's sake that I was just pausing and rewinding and pausing and rewinding, and at one point, my lady got all mad and said, will you fucking watch the show? <laughs> and I said, I'm doing it for my listeners, but yeah but then like i'm having sex with her no went back and watched it twice and finally dale's line of nice job hank and juice and throws the like juice gatorade in his face that yeah that was hilarious how about you buddy um i really dale's excitement at playing
0: softball is really funny to me considering every other time we see him in any sports related he is the towel manager
1: he is not an athletic dude, and I wonder no. if it's because softball is such a low-impact deal that he's like, I can be passable at this. I, it's, well, and he bunts. All he does is bunt. Yeah. You know, somebody with his
0: track teen physique is go- definitely going to just bunt, man.
1: <laughs>
0: um, Bobby is back to baking. I want to make note of it. Bobby's <laughs> the track teen. It's the track team physique. That's what killed you, didn't it?
1: It it was. it (laughs) It was. And I'm sorry. And then I heard what you said. So Bobby's back to baking. Is this the first time we've seen Bobby cooking? I don't remember. Because I, I, Johnny, so. I screwed up. I screwed up on The Wedding of Bobby Hill. And I said this was Dale's first time playing Casio. And goddammit, who plays the Manger Babies theme? That's right. It was Dale Gribble. I, I porked that one. So now I'm really self-conscious of shit when it comes to like firsts. But yeah. I
0: maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But I swear he's done it at least once before. Okay. But I may be wrong.
1: I um, don't, I just don't remember. But yeah.
0: I want to know what universe has Cleehammer hanging out with Fatherton. Like, I want to know how that happened.
1: It's the same voice actor universe. That's the universe. I, it's the same I guess. voice actors. I guess. Because I'm like, that, did they just Fatherton's know each other from I'm a bar or what? I'm having sex with her. No, like, Fatherton's I'm having sex with her is literally in Kleehammer's voice. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, also, yeah, totally. Like, why not? Like, why wouldn't some dickish, like, why wouldn't fucking Fatherton? Why wouldn't Fatherton hang out in a bar where Cleanhammer would be and they're both watching the same game and they both get to talking and bullshitting and do you know what I like best about women? I can have sex with them. And they can't play sports. Ha 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 like that's that's what it is. Oh yeah. Like,
0: no, Cleehammer yeah. is very on point for being friends totally. with Fatherton. He is he's yeah, a totally giant asshole.
1: asshole. Yeah. Um and They they play on the misogynist league. That's the that's their softball league, the misogynists.
0: Yes. Not once did we play the national anthem, but the fact that they got Chuck Mangione to do it means that their, uh, their rec league is a hell of a lot better than ours.
1: I, I went to that Simpsons line of the national anthem has been canceled due to lack of popularity.
0: <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> um, and then my last pro I've got here, I love watching how visibly distraught Bobby gets when the pancakes are getting flipped and getting messed up.
1: He gets really messed up and it's super cute. Like yeah. you
0: can you can see him, like oh you can almost see the sweat starting to pour out of his face. Please leave the pancakes alone. I don't give a shit what else you're doing. Please leave the, leave the pancakes. Oh it, it makes me every time, Dan. Every time. <laughs>
1: yep. So lots of good shit. Lots yeah, of good Lots shit. of good shit. How about some cons?
0: Uh I have one. At yeah. least one that I wrote down here. Um other than like Hank, this is a Hank and Peggy fighting episode, and those are never those never really hit me like they should. Maybe it's because Except I don't pick Texas fights with City my wife. Twister. Except for twister, yeah,
1: exactly, Texas City twister. yes. Yeah.
0: Maybe it was like, okay, I can do this one time, and the one time you did it with me, you did it really, really well. Every other time it's just not very fun. I think part of this is I don't fight with my wife that doesn't happen yeah. to me and the fact that they make it so normal that hank and peggy constantly fight is weird to me because it's not normal to fight with my wife to me yeah so um enrique's voice is not there yet it's still not there we have not actually gotten our uh our great granddaddy of freaking all saints machete to come and voice him yet and it, you can tell
1: <laughs> yes oh fantastic god <laughs> God damn it, Johnny. God damn it, fantastic. I whatever. I broke I broke K I don't even care. Fantastic. Anyway, moving on. I'm sorry. Go. E hey, Mark. Go. You owe me money, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what what cons do you got for this, man? Because really my only one here.
1: Enrique's voice still isn't there. Okay. Um, I have a couple. Number one, listeners, I am here before you at like Bent, bending the knee and broken the back, and I'm sad and depressed. I have had this great conspiracy theory, fan theory, or whatever. And they call it the Dale has been announcing all of these things. And in this episode, mm. we finally get the the fucking Bat Wayne is not Bruce Man not goddamn it, not Bat Wayne. Not Bruce Wayne <laughs> is not Batman. <laughs> we see them. <laughs> we see them <Wow. laughs> Whatever. Whatever, we get it. We, we see it. We, we we see that Batman is saving a building while Bruce Wayne is at the fucking Met Gala, whatever, in his giant gold armor. And, man, we see the announcer. We see the announcer goddamn, like, animated. I, I didn't even realize we saw it. I, I guess I don't remember this episode. I don't know. But there it is. There's the, the announcer, and it's not Dale, and I'm so bummed out. But, Johnny, you can't tell me that the announcer is not still voiced by Johnny Hardwick doing a voice. Like. Oh, it absolutely is Johnny Hardwick. But, I, Mark, I am real sorry to hear that. I'm going to play my Casio sadly. As <laughs> I play it to the theme of uh, Hot for Teacher and tell you that the Jugstore Cowboy strippers are fucking gross. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anime is like, slightly the, better.
0: Throw out that one with the ridiculous implants.
1: They're just gross. They're gross to look at. That I mean, have you me ever out.
0: looked at the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders? Because that's how you get into store Cowboys.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they should be hot. And they're Give not. Give me the Bronco and girls any day. I guess, yeah, so long as we're, like, giving them fair wages. Um, <laughs> What, do I they make, mean, like, 40 bucks a game or some shit? Like Something ridiculous. Hey, a former Patriot girl
0: and a former Laker girl is now a WWE superstar, and she makes bank so who? there you go
1: who
0: is it uh carmella no shit yeah carmella was a former patriot cheerleader and a former laker girl
1: oh fuck i'll be dipped and now right she's on.
0: dating stupid Corey graves that's awesome
1: right on yeah she she, she kind of moved it on up moved it on up <laughs> to Graves' graveside moving on up yeah anyway, he had a wife um,
0: and kid that he left for her so that's kind of icky
1: damn so she's like really good at what she does that's awesome good she, for her she is anyway she's very
0: plastic it's okay
1: Johnny this is dangle podcast not dangle WWE let's <laughs> and I and I'm sorry because I indulged you anyway um uh con number one I agree with Peggy that's my con I don't like to find myself agreeing with Peggy because there's a default setting I don't care for Peggy but I find myself agreeing with her uh follow up to con Hanks I love you god damn is hank a piece of shit in this episode
0: oh no i I, going through this i'm like why didn't i write that down as a con hank sucks in this episode
1: like dude hank doesn't say i love you like he says it in like hank's cowboy movie when he's all like horned up and weird he's like i love you bobby and bobby misses it he doesn't it's no or when he's getting his pants ripped off
0: by a twister. Like, yeah, that's when like, he says it. Yeah, but,
1: like, literally life and death, and then he throws it out here so flippantly, and you know it's going to f- mess with Peggy. That's fucked up. Fuck you, Hank. You're a piece of shit. You're, oh, man, that really, <laughs> that really bothered me, dude. Like, that, Yeah. like, and again, like, I don't remember this episode that well, but shit, this one hit me super hard, and then Hank's I Love You I was like, whoa, guys, goddamn, like, mm. anyway, moving on, sorry. Not to worry, buddy. Is that all you got for cons? That's what I got. Yeah, I got only but three and really the animation note shouldn't count because I shouldn't be objectifying cartoon strippers. But here we are.
0: (laughs) I want to point this out right here because at the very end here, Dale does what with his hat?
1: Catches the ball?
0: Yes, that is an illegal catch. Is it? Yes, if the Ooh, fielder like, okay, uses cool. their cap, protector, pocket, or any other part of their uniform in getting possession, it is not a catch.
1: Pocket, pocket. That tells me that somebody got really Harlem Globetrotters with it there for a hot a <laughs> minute, and it was I would like... believe it,
0: <laughs> dude. Oh, I, I would wear that. obnoxiously like large pocketed pants just to do that. <laughs> like I would put some some like elastic on that
1: hell yeah that'd be great um, Trust in the so no I just uh, catch it like yeah
0: I'm in I wanted to I wanted to point that out um, I don't have any retro rage for this episode not that I could see other than the fact that nobody else knows who the hell Kurt Bavakwa is so that's pretty retro but they do that a lot with Texas sports heroes I have a feeling it's because uh, Mike Judge grew up and knows them because he was from Texas yeah He's the reason I now know who Dandy Don Meredith is. Thanks a lot, Mike Judge.
1: <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's cool, though. Like, you gotta... It's cool. Like, it, you know what's weird, though? Like, we don't get, like... We have Mike Judge to show us, like, Dandy Don and, um... um Oh, help me out, Johnny. Um, fuck me. Who's Hank in love with?
0: <laughs> Tom Landry?
1: Thank you. Um
0: TLMSR, man
1: the coach but who's the coach it wasn't dandy Dog, yeah, that's was it
0: no that's tom landry
1: tom no the other one he's roger america's Staubach. coach Rod, ro- Staubach. roger, Staubach. roger the dodger yeah so it's these little moments and like you get it and you remember a name and then like it kind of sticks in your head but like you don't get that for really any other like nfl team it's weird how like Mike Judge cemented a knowledge of the Cowboys in your head with King of the Hill. Yeah, because yeah. like I mean, I've got I've got I, guys like, that
0: I know. Yeah, that like nobody, nobody else can, does. Like,
1: like there's like weird like famous people like you know, um, uh, the uh, whatever Perry the Fridge, like him. Yes. Or like Bart Starr or like Brett Favre and shit. But like, we don't ever see like, oh, I do it for the John Elway days. Like you don't. You know, there's no Mike Shanahan days. No one's ever referenced Mike Shanahan. Like, right. he led the Broncos to do, like, back-to-back Super Bowls. Like, little things like that, and it's really cool. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to get so weird about it, but yeah, it's no. It's kind of a neat little thing that, like, you we get these little tiny snippets of, like, Cowboys lore, and yeah. now here we are, like, 20-something years later talking about it. Like, this is, like, weird, like, fucking Greek-like literature about, like, Oh, yeah, so and so did so and such at such a thing at Marathon. It's like, yeah, we remember that guy. You know, I don't know. Whatever. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, 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 no. No need to apologize. Like, the best way I can
0: equivalent this to something, equivocate this, I don't fucking know. The best way that I can explain this to you is (laughs) if I. (laughs) Shut up. I don't want to hear it.
1: All that stays in. All that stays in.
0: Fuck. Um, Is. If you and I were to to have written King of the Hill, we wouldn't be talking about Roger the Dodger Staubach. We wouldn't be talking about Dandy Don Meredith. We would be talking about Ed McCaffrey and Rod Smith. Nobody knows who the hell they are unless you followed the Broncos. Like, they're very niche people. Who the hell
1: was Lynch? We don't remember.
0: Right? Like, okay, there you go. Now, you know, you can't say John Elway because a lot of people know John Elway, but... like no hardly anybody knows who ed McCaffrey is anymore i could say shannon sharp but apparently he made an actual name for himself after after the nfl so good for him i
1: guess well he was an announcer right
0: no he was our, our tight end and well, now yeah, he's does, on tv no, no no
1: yeah no but you no, know, no but that's what i meant like sorry
0: exactly now I so now I'm defending I, mean, myself I
1: got the hiccups that's where i'm at
0: I, I definitely understand that. I think it's super cool that Mike Judge got to do that with some, probably some of his childhood heroes. Some of the people he heard, a lot of the people around him talking about in such a nice light. You know, Tom Landry is pretty epic. That dude, only I think he only won two Super Bowls, and yet, like, he is cemented in Cowboys lore as probably the greatest thing to ever happen to them.
1: Hmm.
0: But, uh, well, with let's move on to favorite moments, man.
1: Yeah. Anyway, sorry we got weird there. I didn't mean to get weird. <laughs> no, it's it's good. It's good. Um, I brought up Kurt Bavakwa,
0: so that's my bad.
1: No, it's fine, <laughs> dude. I honestly even thought like Kurt Bavakwa was like a weird like Canadian baseball player, and they were saying his name wrong. So it was like Kurt Bavakwa or some shit. I don't, I don't know. Bavakwa. I don't, oh. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't, I know you're, you're good. You're, I'm glad you're here because I cannot be, not even, no, never, not once. Anyway, favorite moments. Bobby's selling cookies. I love it. Like when he's like giving the names, of the descriptions and I can't remember, but it's like peanut butter, tastes like dog crapper or whatever he says. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's great. I love that whole bit. And then I love like when, I love the little bit they're following when Connie tries them and like. This is a weird, like, you could, you should say that Bobby, God, you could almost call this, like, Bobby's, like, sub A prime, but he's not. Yeah. It's totally different, but, like, dude, Bobby gets a girlfriend in this episode, Johnny. Like, Officially. here we are. Since, uh, won't you, uh, or West East Side Story, back in season one, like, and now, here we are. Bobby and Kanye. It took together two and a half last. seasons. Took two and a half. But also, this proves my theory, or this, like, goes to my theory that like some of these are out of sequence but this is where it should be because we just had love hurts and soda or yeah love Hur- hurts and soda's art when they go to the dance yeah. together so like this is the progression of bobby and connie and now well god damn it now here they are and that's really great and i'm sorry um i'm digressing and finally my other favorite moment boom howard kicking hank out of the game is fucking hilarious and i love it
0: <laughs> yes absolutely you've been getting calls wrong all night Mark it's okay <laughs> um two of my three we already mentioned uh I'm having sex with her is one yep. uh Bill getting hit in the face by Peggy and then getting hit in the balls again is just awesome we we will see that again it is it is like a trademark of Bill getting hurt the, my absolute favorite moment that it happens is when Dale gets a messenger falcon <laughs> And the Falcon comes back and messes him up. And all Dale can say is, oh, he found his way home. Yep. (laughs) Um, Yep. And Mark, we have hit the Holy Trinity. Okay. In the JR episode, where we got to see our our good friend from Boston come in and we got to meet that M.F. Fatherton for the very first time, Mm -hmm. we hear Hank exclamate, one very very uttering word fatherton Mm -hmm. in this episode we have now also heard peggy exclamate in the same way and bobby exclamate in the same way all three members of the hills hate fatherton and bobby did it and made it made you believe it with a mouthful of cookies yes he did oh it's perfect absolutely perfect uh, well, with that said, Mark, do we got anything else or do you want to tell the good fine folks here on our podcast about
1: our patented rating system? I would love to, but I fear that my rating system might be a little bit controversial. Wink, wink, wink. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Boy, Yeah, our rating system goes like this, Johnny, and I'm going to do it in something that is near and dear to my heart. That's right, Girl Scout cookies, not straight arrow cookies. You can't get those in Alamosa, Colorado, but you can get them everywhere else, but it doesn't matter. So here we are, Girl Scouts, at the bottom. Number one is shortbread. Shortbreads are trash, and you hate them. Get fucked. That's the charcoal. You don't like them. They're bad cookies. (laughs) They're dry, and everybody hates them. Above that is uh, Megalo. Megalo is like... I don't know, Johnny, what would you call megalo? Is it somewhere between the weird jambits or the weird animal crackers one? Because either one are both trash, and I hate them both. But uh, if they're in my kitchen and I'm high as balls, yeah, I'll eat two or three boxes of them. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Above that is Butane. Butane is a pretty solid episode. It's got some some moments. You're not 100% on board, but you don't dislike it. And if you're going to equate it, well, Johnny, that's a thin mint. Above that, I
0: wholeheartedly agree with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Above that, Johnny, is um our Char King. It is the best that you can have for an episode of television, but you have to have the context of King of the Hill to show it. And for that, well, that's the peanut butter cookie. I can't think of the peanut butter cookie, but how many people are in the United States are allergic to peanuts, and that's why not everybody can like it their first time of watching it. It's now, a that's great the episode. dipped chocolate peanut butter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't okay. know what they called, but like the peanut, yeah, they're great. I like, also
0: wholeheartedly agree with that.
1: <laughs> so far, so good. And finally, at our blue flame of valor, the greatest cookie slash episode of anything that ever was or ever will be, you have your Samoa and or coconut or or uh, and or caramel delight. It is a great cookie. You can eat a thousand pounds of these cookies and not notice you did it. You can watch a hundred hours of King of the Hill of this episode and not realize you did it. And so, Johnny. Does that fit with you or no? Is that a... Oh, that wholeheartedly fits with me. That is the absolute,
0: (laughs) like, number one cookie tier list, Mark.
1: Fantastic. I'm glad that you agree, and I hope that you won't disagree with me when I say that this one is a butane. It's not terrible, but it's just kind of so-so. I spent... Oh, shit. I glossed over a note. We got to go back really quick. Actually, we'll do that in a second, Johnny. Here. I'm going to give you my rating. (laughs) Cut it in later. I did, yeah, no, I'll just even do it later. It doesn't even matter. Um, so it's a butane. It's a fine episode. You need a, um you don't really need context, but it helps know that like Bobby and Connie are a thing. But really this episode isn't that great. I really don't care for softball and or baseball and that took me out of it. Hank is a piece of shit and that took me out of it. Like, how about you, buddy?
0: Uh so I also gave Take Me Out of the Ball Game a butane.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, standard episode. It's an obscure guest star that, uh, you know, unless you're from Texas, you're probably not going to give a shit. Uh, a lot of really fun callbacks. That was the the best part of this whole episode for me, um, other than seeing Bill get whacked in the nuts. And I, to, for a Hank versus Peggy episode, I don't hate it. I don't like it all that much. And yeah, Hank is a piece of shit in this episode. It's not often that I find myself in Peggy's corner because usually she's annoying as hell and brings on everything that Hank gives to her. But... She did not deserve it in this
1: episode. Would you say that you walked a mile in Peggy's shoes and said that they didn't misfit you? (laughs) Are you going
0: to tell me that I walked four steps in Peggy's shoes and walked a mile? Whatever.
1: Um, Also, final (laughs) note about the team. These are the Strickland employees that I realized. Buck, Debbie, Joe Jack, Maria Montalvo, Enrique, Buddha Sack, mustache mccrow's feet that was a weird dude i didn't recognize and then jason atterley was in there did you catch any other uh Strickland employees
0: not that i can see uh and not that i saw i definitely remember seeing joe jack and enrique i remember seeing Budisak. i remember seeing roger specifically
1: i he didn't pick maria but i'm glad Hank. you did yeah um she is on the pitcher's mound at one point congratulating peggy
0: gotcha and man i'm really i'm looking forward i'm really looking forward to high anxiety i cannot wait yeah. till we see more of debbie i just i cannot wait for it i'm excited yeah okay well i i would say that uh, you and i given it both the thin mint approval here butane i mean it's a standard episode you're gonna eat it it's just what's gonna happen it's a little bit better if it's in the fridge all right we're gonna move on to episode 60 this is our season three finale mark we're there Here we are.
1: Season three, dude. We're in season three. It's God damn. Sorry. Seems like yesterday. You know? It really does. Like it does
0: not feel like you and I have been doing this for four months now?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we started in what? August or something? Yeah.
0: Uh September. I think we started September. September, Like mid September. Yeah. So,
1: um episode sixty, old is the hills.
0: Uh, Our original air date is May 18th, 1999. Our writer is Adam Kuhlman. Let's see what else Adam has written because I do not recognize that name.
1: What's Um, the name again? Adam Kuhlman?
0: uh, K-U-H-L-M-A-N. Kuhlman.
1: I thought you said Adam Coolman. I'm like, wow, what a piece of shit. All right, cool. <laughs> he
0: is Adam Coolman. So I think he writes a lot with other people because he wrote How to Fire a Rifle Without Really Trying, Snow Job, Life in the Fast Lane, Bobby Saga, and To Spank with Love.
1: So he's been here since like season one, he knows what's up.
0: Absolutely. Good um, good guy and- to
1: have on your team for a season finale
0: absolutely and he's gonna write a oh man he's got a bunch of really good stuff coming up that i i don't know about you but i know i love them um we have he's doing high anxiety uh he's doing luann virgin 2.0 we get our cult episode fun with jane and jane (laughs) we get a fantastic dale episode in full metal dust jacket and mark why am i wearing the hat
1: (laughs) no shit
0: he wrote Yankee Hanky.
1: No shit. He wrote Yankee. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That, so Coolman like man, my he is a cool man. Of series. I, that's like my favorite <laughs> episode ever. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Awesome. Good to know- Glad you're here, dude. Glad you wrote this one. I'm excited.
0: Thank you, Adam Kuhlman. If you hear this, please reach out to us. We'd love to have you here. Um, okay. So I have no idea how the hell we would do it, but there you go. Um, Find him on Twitter. Our cast- there you go. Our cast of characters for this, Hank, Peggy, and Bobby Hill, Luann Platter, Dale and Nancy Gribble, Boomhauer, Bill Treve, Min, and Connie Supenusenpone, Didi Hill, Cotton Hill, Topsy, Toppington, um, I don't know what Subutamio is, but I'm guessing it's Cameo and- Subutamio, <coughs> C-E-B-U-T-A-M-E-O. Okay. I'm assuming this is his first appearance, because I don't think we've seen Topsy yet. Topsy? yet. We, we have not i have that as a note this is our first topsy but yeah there you go um so i gotta fix the wiki yet again yet again sub, sub,
1: whatever i, I and we have on uh, Mio. uh
0: we have jim the uh flight instructor our uh parachute flight instructor uh so our synopsis for this episode mark is hank and peggy go skydiving for their anniversary to spice up their lives and it has disastrous consequences Bobby witnesses the miracle of childbirth. <laughs> it's got hair. Oh no! I don't want to see your privates. <laughs> She's my grandma. So we have a very clearly defined A and B story in this that converge at the end really, really well. Hardest Our A story is
1: I think we've ever had, honestly. Like, oh, it's it is,
0: and but it's like it's like the best way to like put them together um yes. hank and peggy are our a story our b story is bobby cotton and Dee, Dee. um mark i have one note for you and it's going to go off on a tangent so you should
1: start um okay uh holy shit we're already here johnny i have a cool fun note for you sir okay on the intro they hit a triangle i went through and looked at every single season finale in the series and they all have triangles so keep an eye for that yes it's the woo dingling. Ding, ding. It's that was a neat yep. little bit, yeah. Um, Bill was married for five years. Question mark. Is Hank getting worse? Okay, so is Hank getting worse as a person? Like, man, up until these last couple episodes, like Hank has been a loving father and he's shown real growth and stuff. But like, this one and um, especially last one with um, taking out of the ball game. Hank is a real piece of shit, like, and it's not, is he just a piece of shit with, like, telling Peggy he loves her to make her fuck up pitching, but, like, he's not recognizing very obvious cues that should point that something is wrong, and I just don't really care for that at all. Um, sure. Yeah. Honestly, um, I, th-
0: I think at this point, what they have found with Hank is, like, they know, they know what hank is and what he represents and now that that has been so clearly defined they can start warping and twisting that they can start to play around with hank being a dickhead and knowing okay this isn't just anybody being a dickhead this is hank being a dickhead that's why him saying i love you to somebody messes them up yeah but that's not hank right like exactly so i don't know i want to say it's the writers kind of playing around a little bit and seeing what works what doesn't work
1: Okay. I Okay, yeah, sure. I yeah, that's fine. I just I don't know, that one was weird. Um I love the the animation note of everything in the house is it's set at Cotton's eye level. Yes. That's really good. That made me laugh a lot. It was just a good little gag. Um Do rotating restaurants still exist, question mark, cause Johnny if they do, when you're down here, well, we're going to fucking fly to go to see one because we can't yeah. make all these plans. Um, I think there might be two V plots and they interchange simultaneously separately from each other. And it's Luann okay. too. Luann lying about going camping and oh. then hiding in the house. And I really, really like it. And I think it's a smart thing to do because it's just this little bit of a break diversion and it's just kind of funny. And there's funny little bits. And then finally, holy shit, the ping pong balls joke. Is that a con? I can't tell. You I need to talk to me about this one. How about you, it's in my
0: yeah. <laughs> The ping pong balls is in my pros, So we'll get there when we get there. And you and I can have a... a and
1: Fantastic.
0: We can have a conversation. So the only note that I've got here, and it's in regards to Hank and Pecky getting drunk after their revolving restaurant. Uh-huh. Mark, have we seen them really get drunk before?
1: Not so much, no.
0: Like, not together. We've seen Peggy get drunk. We get, She got drunk in, um...
1: Bobby Slam.
0: In Bobby Slam, yeah, exactly. And I don't know if we've seen Hank get drunk solo before, but he will. Yeah,
1: so I don't know if we've yeah. ever seen...
0: I don't know if we've ever seen that. Mark, what kind of drunk are you?
1: Depends on the context of the
0: situation. Okay, usually when I come down to visit you, what kind of drunk are we? That's a good question.
1: We are the type of drunk that rip apart one of my t-shirts from a landscaping company that I used to work for and draw satanic symbols, or we'll call them magical symbols upon them, and then go to my place of work and buy food to deep fry. That's the kind of drunk we are. And most of the time, we'll be singing Tenacious D, and we are happy and giddy and excited, and then the next morning, we're a little hungover, but we're not upset that we're hungover. It's just we're going to get some breakfast and then we're going to start drinking at 9.30 a.m. and continue this party. But yeah. It's
0: absolutely true. Yeah. It's why I don't come and visit you but maybe once a year now because I can't handle it any more than once a year
1: now. I can't <laughs> handle it more than once a year. You're like fucking you're, – you're alcohol Christmas to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I I just, I
0: want to make note of the fact that Hank and Peggy initially started out, like, kind of pissed off at each other. They're just sitting there angrily doing shot for shot with each other with the tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, also, never really expected Hank or Peggy to take shots. I never thought I would see that on a TV show. Let alone those two. Yeah. Um, but I, because... I
1: kind of did. You know that Hank, I feel like Hank drinks. I feel like Hank is not an alcoholic, but Hank has the definite capacity to drink to really put it down sure um i also feel like peggy definitely does too i i want to see an episode of her and nancy going on like not a bender but you know what i mean like her and nancy palling around and getting housed. that'd be kind of yeah. i don't know like I, I don't know anyway sorry 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 no 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 no. you're good because that's the,
0: really that's the only big note that i've got here is i think it's fun that we see them they're angrily taking shots with each other and they wake up in the morning first thing out of their mouth is you want to go get pancakes? Like, yeah. damn, does that hit home.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, I remember, like, when you and I would tie ones on in college, like, dude, Monterey? Monterey. Okay. Yep, Monterey
0: or campus. All right, which one are we feeling today? Yep.
1: And if it was Tuesday, it was Monterey because campus was closed on Tuesday. Yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> and every now and then we went to Lamplighter. But that's usually when Ben was in town.
1: Only when Ben was in town. <laughs>
0: Ben or shoe. Ooh, good
1: call. Or Mayhem. Anyway.
0: (laughs) Right. But no, so like, I just, I thought it was kind of interesting. We will see them. I don't know if we see them get drunk together again. We'll keep an eye out for it. But it's, I I thought it was very interesting that, you know, they both get super smashed and just decide, no, I'm trash. I'm going to, I'm going to get in the trash can. No, I'm getting in there with you. Mm Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. Um, I'm going to get into pros and cons here. Uh, Yeah, do it, up, buddy. So uh, we'll start with pros. I love con speech. Like it's very self-centered. It's very con. And it's basically just like, I love this woman. I love her so much. And he totally turns it on him,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is a very con thing to do. Yes. Um, Mark, what what would you consider a modern equivalent of this episode? of something How this intense mean? that has this cliffhanger. Oh. Like do we have anything like that anymore?
1: There's got to be there's got to be a thing. I I want to say house did this but that was 2008 or 9 so that one doesn't count. No, I don't watch TV though, so it doesn't count. I don't know, do you We don't get cliffhangers. We get like we get you get like you get The Red Wedding. That's what you get, not cliffhangers. You get right. big it's confirmed. dick moments. You get, you get spirit bomb moments, not like, will he charge it? Yeah, he did. They're all dead. That's what happened. Like, yeah.
0: Pretty much. Well, and nothing with the stakes this high that doesn't pay off before the end of the season. You know, you're not well, yeah, left wondering for was a whole season, year. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're not left wondering for a whole year if Peggy is actually dead. Yeah. That just doesn't happen anymore. Either you get the finality or it's nothing that big. Yeah. Um I I I put it in here twice. I love seeing Drunk Hank and Peggy. Yeah. It's a it's a different dynamic for their relationship that we haven't seen. Um Mark mm-hmm. Topsy's voice is a uh, recycle. Got to be. It has to be, Well, do you know who it is? No clue. Um Topsy if you just have him sit there and start mumbling about how awful Bill Lumberg is and how he wants his red stapler back, it's fucking Milton. He is Milton from Office Space.
1: Is it real? Is it really Stephen Root? It,
0: abs- it is Stephen Root, and it's absolutely Milton from Office Space. I challenge you to go back and just watch where Topsy's talking to Bobby for the first time, and then no, watch the first like it. yeah, it's... five minutes. It it is absolutely one hundred percent Milton, and I'm okay with that because we have he has not used that yet, and I don't think he uses it ever again for any other character. So fine, if Topsy and Milton are going to share the same voice, that's that's cool. Cool. Yeah um this is a a very true season ender especially for the time you know this Mm -hmm. is the time where we have our who shot mr burns and we have these these big like flamboyant things and so i appreciate that about this episode now i have one more pro in here that you and i can talk about for a second
1: yeah sure is
0: the ping pong bit too risque for the 90s on tv or is it not
1: do you get the ping pong bit Because I, okay, 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 (laughs) but okay. Johnny? Yeah? Have you seen the ping pong bit? Uh, I have. Have you seen it live? Like, have you been like, have you been topsy? Like, here's my thing. (laughs) No, I've never seen it live, Mark. Here's my thing. In South Park, Bigger, Long Run, Uncut, which, oh, give me 10 seconds here. Just like. You and I are just going to, like, do nothing for five yes. seconds here. Because so I know it from I that, but I, <laughs> I also a, know it from Zach and Miri. Doesn't count. That was 2000s. We were grossed by 2000s. All right, so Johnny, this episode aired in 1999, yeah? Yes. Do you know what else aired in 1999? Kind of, sort of, We you don't think about it too hard. Was South Park Bigger Long Run Cut, and in that, um, Winona Ryder performs her famous ping pong ball trick. Okay. And she's just at the USO show, and she's rocketing ping pong balls onto the stage, essentially uh, through her vagina, which yeah. I gotta assume is what this chick is doing. Number one, yeah. um, okay, I don't know how strip clubs work, but I also know that strip clubs have certain like rules and policies and politics. And once again, this might be 1990s politics, but I know that you can't show like labia outside of like a private dance room. So how right. is the chick gonna be like loading ping pong balls into raccoons and popping them out? I don't know. It's real weird. It makes me feel weird and gross. I don't want to think about it. But yeah, what do you? What do you think? What are your thoughts? I oh, I
0: absolutely think this is way uh, too risque for the '90s. I have no idea how they got it past their censors.
1: Unless, unless it was fucking Winona Ryder, South Park, bigger, longer, and cut. When she has the and you like the final cut of the scene is her like she's been like throwing ping pong balls up and like hitting them with the paddle. Like and yeah. that's a joke, and she's just like lying on her back like hitting ping pong balls with i don't know we didn't see it i don't want to know i don't want to think about it like but then like i felt bad for the poor like girl in question because like topsy and cotton are there it's just it's so gross it's also it's also terrible yeah oh yeah
0: but so those are my
1: pros man. give me some of your pros because i don't want to talk about ping pong bits i don't have a ton of pros we've talked before about like how we'll stop and just watch an episode and enjoy it and i did that with this one okay Um, but so here is my short list of of pros number one johnny my name is missy (laughs) melons
0: my name is missy melons i'm missy
1: melons i (laughs) great great luann line great luann line um the entire tequila drinking scene. I love that whole scene. I love every second of it. I love this is my urethra. And he's like blowing through the straw. That was yep. great. Um, um. The the Arlen Hospital is ninety two miles away. Can you hold it in? Yeah. And then finally, it's got hair. God damn. I love Bob. <laughs> I love Bobby. I so much. Just so much good things. Yeah. Um, I don't have any cons for this. My only con was ping pong balls question mark, but like, I don't have a moment in this episode where I didn't like it. Okay. How about you? Do you have anything?
0: Uh, so I have one, one true con and one that's definitely more of a retro rage. We'll do the retro rage one first. Do yeah, people do still actively show family photos like that? at functions
1: yeah i don't know maybe facebook kind of killed that maybe that's all, I, like, I really think it did that's like, our that's our rage point is that mark zuckerberg eliminated eliminated like uncomfortable family photos but yeah
0: yeah oh yeah uh and my only other con Hank and peggy are still trying for a kid give it up it's not happening we that's it to we're here. gonna squash so, it after this stupid ass episode
1: we will we will because like I also gotta assume that after this, Peggy's uh, pelvis is fractured and she probably can't safely give birth. So that's it. That's over.
0: There you go. It's done. You're done. No but more. But
1: we had to get here, like we talked about in pregnant Paws and um, so forth. Like we were mad about this point, but here we have it. Like if if the if the, the plot of Peggy was a cigarette, and that's what. Let me try it again. If the Peggy having kids plot was a cigarette butt, well, we've snuffed it out. It's done. It's over. No yes. Loss. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um, well, I mean, that's, that's all I've got for cons, man. There's not favorite a lot in here. It said. is a pretty solid episode.
1: It's really good. Like this is a great episode. Like I don't know what happens in it, but it's really good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's get into some favorite moments, man i already named it um it's hank this is my urethra. but <laughs> but then also cotton going topsy do something and he does the cheek puff not that do something else that's great how about you
0: buddy uh i've got two um okay. one of them is it's a little bit uncouth but i know you're going to laugh at it so i'm going to say it uh Luann can't go to the shelter she has to be battered to stay there
1: <laughs> that's so great <laughs> and it's not it's bad but goddamn, that's funny
0: no exactly it's a terrible joke guys but you know what i said it they said it it's funny it, it, that's just what it is um and then bobby and didi Dee Dee talking about how much cotton loves the baby and then didi Dee Dee just going yeah until the baby crosses him
1: yes oh my god <laughs> didi's Dee regret is oh. palpable she realizes she nailed a effective little person that's what they like to be called and man poor girl well and i think to
0: to date this is our biggest introduction to Didi. this in the next episode is the most we've seen of her and of her character and probably the most we will ever see of her character yeah but um okay well i say we give it a rating man what do you think
1: yeah let's do her what do you what are you gonna give uh as old as the hills johnny
0: on a scale of charcoal to the blue flame of valor uh, because I'm going back to that I'm not doing cookies for this one um I gave it a butane man Bukang. It's not quite a char charking it's not quite a butane it's a butane
1: God damn it dude You're you're <laughs> you're you're doing that thing where you sway me and I don't like it
0: yeah. I uh, so my, my my thing here, it's a good season ender and it has pretty real stakes. It just didn't quite hit me like Propane Boom did.
1: Propane Boom was a really solid ender though. Like I yeah, feel like this was. was like this episode was um it was like the nexus of all things versus propane boom like you could have ended the series there and like gotten no resolution like oh King of the Hill is kind of a cool show, huh? Yeah, yeah it was yep. like yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I bet well, you, man. What'd you get? It? I, I, mm, I was gonna give it a Char King because this is a really, really good episode. There's no bad moments. Like everything is really great. But I'm kind of with you. Like, it's not good enough to give a Char King. Like nothing happens in this episode, right? Like that. A was, lot happens That was my a issue. Lo- A ton happens. Don't get me wrong. Like a shitload of things happen, but nothing really happens. Right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. Bu King. Yeah. Okay. I think
0: it's, I think it's a fair thing to say to it. It Also, part of this is it's a two parter and you, you know that you have to have, like, it's really hard to just address this on its own. You have to consider the other episode in it in order to get the full picture of it and like that being said this as far as there's a lot of two-part episodes for king of the hill and this is one of the lessers
1: this i think this might be the weakest one too you know they're not like really even like take off the glasses they're not going to kill peggy you know what i mean like you can't do that yeah Man, this one just like tumbled down for me because now I just had a whole like separate series of thoughts. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's,
0: let's get to this next one here. All right, our third and final episode for the night is Peggy Hill, The Decline and Fall, episode 61. Uh, we have an original air date. This is we're in season four, guys, September 26th, 1999. Writer Paul Lieberstein, or Toby, as uh, most of you folks don't know him. Um, From The Toby Office, Toby. Here. Yeah. Of the office. Toby here wrote Luann saga, King of the Ant Hill, how to fire a rifle without really trying. And, uh, I do believe we gave pretty, pretty dresses. Um, a, maybe, I think I gave it a,
1: a blue flame, didn't I? You blue flamed it and, and I begrudgingly became, or came into loving it. Yeah. It's, it's on my list of episodes to re like once we've watched the whole canon of King of the hill, I've got a list of episodes for us to rewatch, to like kind of rejudge. And yeah, Pretty, Pretty Dresses is on my list of yeah. episodes.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so our cast of characters for this episode, Hank, Peggy, and Bobby Hill, Luann Platter, Dale and Nancy Gribble, Boomhauer, Bill Doe, Min, Super Hill, Cotton Hill, a cameo by a doctor and a cameo by a nurse. The Doctor. Did you pay attention to the voice at all, Mark? You're goddamn right.
1: That was my first note. It is, is Diedrich it? Bader. I love... Okay.
0: okay. Diedrich
1: Bader is the doctor. I love Diedrich Bader. When this episode drops, I'm going to add it at Diedrich Bader because I follow him on Twitter. Um, yes. You might remember him from like the Drew Carey show. He played Oswald. Oswald. He was on Whose Line Is It Anyway often. Um. He voiced Batman in Batman the Brave and the Bold. Like, I, D- Diedrich Bader is fantastic. He is a great actor. He is underrated as all shit. I love Diedrich Bader. Anyway, I'm sorry, Johnny. Keep going. No,
0: no, you're good. Like I literally have Diedrich Bader question mark because I that's what I thought is who it was. Yes. And I know that he has worked in King of the Hill before because he is in one of my all time favorite late season episodes. Bill is Volk, and, Bill the Volk and the Body Buddies. Oh, yep. that was
1: weird. That was real weird.
0: <laughs> well, he's in there with who
1: else, Mark? Randy Marshman Savage, baby oh yeah brother no agony no bragging anyway yes
0: it's sorry we had to absolutely had to (laughs) um okay we have a synopsis mark do it up dude peggy struggles with her new immobility after being put in a body cast from her skydiving accident cotton decides having a baby at his age is a huge mistake
1: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah.
0: So I don't know if there's a, a defined B story in this. And really the biggest A story character is Peggy. It's a Peggy episode. Everything else kind of revolves around her, including baby GH and cotton and DD Dee Dee and Bobby and, and Hank, everybody
1: literally revolves around her as one of my pros. This like, I'm going to like jump the script a bit here, but dude, yep. Peggy's POV shots. It is revolving around her. This episode is great for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
0: um i have one note here okay how many annual deaths do you think there are mark uh by people that are in skydiving accidents
1: i i don't know how many are there so
0: on average five to six thousand accidents happen where a parachute does not open or fails to open correctly and of those five to six thousand every year 23 deaths happened when someone is skydiving every year, I'm pretty sure that's like double the amount of shark attacks every year.
1: Okay, so wait, like, are the other 400 9000 whatever, are those like military accidents or like?
0: Well, no. So like, they're accidents, but the, it's basically the way I the way I am picturing it is there is six thousand incidents where a at least a main parachute either doesn't deploy or has a malfunction. Of those, only 23 of them result in someone dying. The other ones, the, the backup shoot sorry. fixes okay. itself. No, because I got confused reading the stat too, but I wanted to do it because Peggy makes a comment about how I am one of 16 and I'm just guessing that number that have survived this fall. There is no record number of people that have survived that fall.
1: Yeah. Like God I man. couldn't okay.
0: find one. I didn't look very hard, but I couldn't find one.
1: <laughs> well, it's a weird stat to look up and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about you, man? You got any notes? Um, okay. So a couple episodes ago, you got really irritated with Peggy's introduction of a catchphrase of "Hey, hey, hey!" Oh God. Yep. I honestly think we've been talking about how these last couple episodes are like chess game episodes where like the ending makes perfect sense. You need mm-hmm. to read, um what, a Game of Thrones to get the winds of winter when it allegedly releases. But, like, here we are at the nexus of all things, Gunslinger, and that's why Peggy gives the hey, hey, hey line, because that was what she made as her catchphrase. And I thought that was a little fun moment. Whatever. Okay. Um, Diedrich Bader, doctor, question mark. Hell yeah, already confirmed it. <laughs> Luann's dumb cry when she finds the skull. I'm fucking broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even human. It's very clearly an antelope. And God Favorite damn it. moment.
0: Luanne and the cow skull.
1: <laughs> Aunt Peggy. <laughs> ah, loved it. Luann um, in
0: this whole episode, can I, can I please just cut you off for a second and say
1: please, anytime she's on screen? <laughs> anytime. And she runs out of the room sobbing? I fucking love you, Brittany Murphy. God, pour some out. I already oh. drank my gin and tonic, but I'd pour it out if I had any more. Brittany Murphy, we love you too. Oh. I love you. Um, um, Hank Stream. I don't now when I write that note or as I read that note, I don't remember Hank Stream, Johnny. What was Hank Stream?
0: Um, Hank has it. We have a trippy oh, Hank scene. He's
1: making her jump. Never mind. There it is. It's the acid trip. This it's might acid be trip. last. This might be the last acid trip we see for Hank.
0: It might be, no, it won't I because say the we last haven't one gotten we got to Y two K yet. The
1: man who shot Kane Schraderberg.
0: It's but. that maybe no, we haven't gotten to Y two K yet, and he has one when he's uh, doing Little Bobby Mole.
1: Yeah, that's I. That's not an ass trip. That's a varnish trip. But yeah, I'll give it to you.
0: <laughs> Hallucinogenic trip. <laughs> um, Mark, Johnny, we have a little um, lacquer in that varnish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he did though Johnny squeak 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 um um (laughs) shit um no you're fine I so sometimes my my notes don't make sense but before we do that I have this one I need to change the title of this it was Mark's moments of murder now it's Mark's moments of the macabre Johnny do you know who the boy who lost his arms that thresher was
0: I do not I didn't know it was a real person
1: it's a real person it is very indi- it is oh man it is such a real person his name is John Wayne Thompson on January 21st 1992 John Wayne Thompson slipped and fell into a thresher and lost both of his arms he then crawled into his house and dialed his cousin and said that something is wrong with me and he and the cousin knew that he was seriously injured because he always called her an idiot or stupid or some incarnation on the phone um I'm not one to plug other podcasts, but the dollop does a super good one of this incident. And nice. dude, John Wayne Thompson is alive. He got both of his arms reattached. It's a whole thing. Go check out the episode, John Wayne Thompson's Armageddon. Um, but yeah, that's who, that's who <laughs> lost, both. that's that boy that lost both of his arms in a thresher. They really named it Armageddon? Armageddon. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> good on you guys. It, dollop is great, guys. Go, go listen to the dollop. Um. I have the note of backdoor Peggy. Oh, 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 oh. Here it is. Um. She doesn't fit through the front door. How come Hank and Peggy haven't had a kid? That's right, Johnny. Cause Hank doesn't fit through Peggy's front door, so he goes through the back door. <laughs> that was me being gross and vulgar. Ooh. Um. The Hotel Arlen is either nine or six. And if you flip that what do you get, Johnny? That's right. Sixty-nine? Sixty-nine. Um Helen Keller was not the first lady of the American <laughs> stage. That <laughs> was in my in fact, That was in fact Helen Hayes. But those are my notes. Give me your pros. Go ahead. Tag team um, off of that one, dude. No, it's we're we're gonna start with Helen Keller just because you
0: just brought it up. Um, I, I have to imagine, it wasn't there a very famous play written about Helen Keller? That's probably what Hank is thinking. Exactly. Totally. Yeah,
1: that's totally in Hank's, like, scope of humanity, yeah.
0: Yep, the, the theater kid in me laughs at that every single time. (laughs) Helen Keller, first, she was first lady
1: of the American stage. No, she wasn't. Oh. It was Helen Hayes. Helen Um, Hayes is the, apparently, I don't know what Helen Hayes fucking did either, but... When I Googled it, it was Helen Hayes because I knew it sure as shit wasn't Helen Keller. Right. Uh, So, pro here. Hank and the Cowboy game. Pacing back
0: and forth, watching it. All of a sudden, they get a touchdown. Yes. You just get one nice yes.
1: And then, of course, immediately. I I wasn't really watching. I don't even know what the score is. I know. It's so good. God love Hank. God love Hank in this moment. He's trying to be concerned and
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, The only thing more perfect than that are Cotton's first interactions with his new baby.
1: Oh yeah? Yeah.
0: Is it a Nazi (laughs) squazzy? Every time. Every Every time. time. He's got perfect shin bones, man such a weird sweet
1: cute moment he's yeah
0: he's got perfect shin bones and he always wanted a kid named hank so he's gonna name him hank yep um good hank we talked about it already we have a acid trip hank scene yep. and then i really i love all the different interactions of the guys when peggy is getting home um i love bill being really weird and her just like her pov shot of him staring at her hi bill <laughs> she's like no that's all it is and then Dale just going i think a thank you is in order and Hank's response of get the hell out <laughs> <laughs> um it's oh it's awesome it's absolutely awesome but yeah this this whole episode is really really good and i might need to change i might need to change my rating on it because i don't think i rated it as high as it really should be okay um, bring up some cons though, cause maybe you'll, maybe you'll sway me back. Well, can I do my pros first? Yes. I apologize. I thought we'd already done not, that.
1: Not all, buddy. This is a long episode. We're already squirrely and we're, we're just giggly boys. It's all right. Um, <laughs> number one pro. It was so good that I had to write it twice pro or wow. Pro and Anne crying at the school. Hilarious every time. <laughs> um, Oh, oh, right. Also, you hit all of my shit, too. Um, I wasn't watching the game. Definitely pro. I love um, Peggy's happiness for life. I like how excited she is to be here. And then I like the doctor kind of crushing her down, like, yeah, talk to me after the painkillers were. Or whatever he says, like, his little bit after that. Right. Um, Peggy going, I packed it myself without any help. and it's <laughs> so, <laughs> Yep. Like... I really, really like Peggy in this episode. It is a Peggy episode. And, man, no, I packed my suitcase. It's fine. De- never mind how she got a suitcase there. Doesn't matter. Who cares? There it right. is. But, like, yeah, it's already there. And, goddammit, she, she packed it. Um, Pro, I already mentioned it, but I'll do it again. Peggy's POV shots. Goddamn, this is a cool episode for, like, animation shots, if that makes sense. Like, it's not just, like, single camera, like... Hank and the guys in the alley, Hank and Peggy and Bobby in the kitchen, it's like it's shit yeah. shot from Peggy's perspective. We don't get POV shots in King of the Hill. I want to say the last one we got was when Peggy spin, or not Peggy, Bobby spins the bottle and hits and it lands on Nancy and <laughs> it freeze frames him junk. kissing her. But that's like that's, a, like, that's a bit scene. That's not a thing we see, but this episode, they super fo- focused and concentrated on this. Um, Once again, Uh, good Peggy episode. Uh, levels. I, it's a weird note, but I like the levels in this episode, like taking like a bit from like our performance background, a really good use of levels as directing points of power and position. And then to shift that power and position from like Hank, who is upright and mobile into Peggy, who has the power and position of like rocking GH with her toe. That's fantastic. um also finally bobby's breaking point is a great moment it's a great scene i'm 12 years old i can't do this it's great i love it um cons we're gonna talk about cons now though so you you can talk about those if you want to yeah uh
0: i have a big one here why is everyone just letting bobby take care of gh i understand that peggy can't and that Hank is kind of busy dealing with his own thing. Cotton doesn't want to, and Dee Dee has got, i um, um going to say post-traumatic stress, but that's not it, it's... Postpartum. Postpartum depression, thank you. Um, I understand that this is all a thing, but why doesn't Hank have an issue with it? Hank has any issues when Bobby's doing anything feminine, and he's just letting him take care of a baby for like days on end until he finally snaps.
1: Because, dude, Hank is woke as shit, and he knows that a man can raise a child. But also... Um, no, I really think it's just like politics of the situation. Who the hell else is going to do it? Like it's, it's true. I don't know. I just, for me, the fact that Hank doesn't even ever, ever address
0: it. I mean, just two episodes ago, we had him telling Bobby, do not go outside wearing that apron. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then I have another one here that just, it seems, it seems like it shouldn't be this way. Peggy refers to Dee, Dee and Cotton as Cotton and Stupid. And that does not feel right to me because, honestly, I don't ever really have, like, I don't ever really see her having issues with Dee Dee. She has issues with Cotton. But Dee Dee's dumb as shit. She is, but why would she, like, demean Dee, Dee when she hates Cotton? Like, yeah, Dee Dee is dumb, but she's like, you know, a Cotton and Stupid can have an, have a kid, but I can't. I, cause she. Thinks it, felt she is, like, it felt weird to me. It felt weird to
1: me. I don't know because what would you call Cotton? Midgety angry hero can <laughs> and Didi but not me. I don't know like. Cause Didi is dumb. Like literally, like the first interaction we see with her and Hank is, do you like finger painting? No, the man is in his forties. He doesn't like finger painting. Yeah. Get fucked. Like Didi's dumb. Didi's real dumb. But yeah. Not to disagree, but I get what you're I get where you're coming from. Sure. It but just also, it weird to Peggy me. just fell out of a plane. We can forgive any bad line she has <laughs> in this episode. Because Peggy yeah. just fell out of a plane. She's got the brain damage.
0: Yeah, hey Mark, what did you damage? get
1: here? Oh, also <laughs> pro, I didn't teach you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my best moments. <laughs> Cons. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Dude. Cotton. Okay. Okay. So here we go. <sighs> whatever. Y- yes. All sex. Whatever. I don't care. Cotton's gross. This whole episode is gross. Contextually, I don't want to think about cotton. Nail and Dee. I don't want to think about any of it. And he has a kid. And it makes me think about it. And I don't like it. It makes me gross. Um. <laughs> insurance is also gross. Like they kick Didi out of that hospital like the same day. That's that's bad. But then yeah. also like. All of it. It's just all bad. Like, insurance bums me out, cons-wise. Um, I have a note that I don't know what it means, but it says, well, burgers. Johnny, is well burgers a thing that hits you in any way, shape, or form?
0: It is, because Hank has little tiny flags for burgers that are rare and burgers that are well. Oh,
1: well, well, as in well, not as in a hole in the ground with water in it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, you politely but firmly ask them to leave. Yeah, that was a con. <laughs> um, uh, Peggy's bottle feeding bums me out. Yeah, that sucks. Just give the damn woman her eggs. Give the woman her goddamn eggs. And finally, um, I'm my my final con, and you're, I'm sending it to you now. It's the family photo. And I get it. It's a background animation bit, but God damn it, Johnny, what is up with this family photo in the Hill House? Oh, no. You'll get it here shortly, I believe.
0: Wow, that is a jacked up photo, Mark.
1: It's weird. I get it. It's animation and shit, but, like, that weird, like, Texas petrified wood clock is clearer than that shit, and whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um do you have any retro reference rage for this episode johnny
0: i i couldn't find any other than the fact like i i know i know people still do skydiving and all that sort of shit and insurance still sucks ass so no like sadly a lot of this is still very accurate
1: damn it damn it all uh, how about favorite moments then
0: <laughs> um so luann and the cow skull.
1: mm-hmm
0: um cotton walking in to see peggy in a full body cast and going hank what did you
1: do i didn't teach you that i didn't teach you that holy shit yeah that was in my prose and yeah i laughed too hard oh it's it's
0: intense and it's a perfect cotton line um and then i have one that i swear i hear at least weekly from my wife just because she thinks it's hilarious to say it doesn't even have any reference most of the time she just all of a sudden one of us will say the word leak or leaky and she just goes are you a leaker you leaking on me
1: right now leaky i wrote i wrote that shit twice in my notes and didn't (laughs) want to talk about it either time because i knew you were gonna
0: it's i don't know why she loves it so much but i always encourage it and it's incredibly awesome um i love cotton and and like, this goes along with that. I love the way he says, I can't go with that kid. He's possessed.
1: He's possessed. <laughs> also, oh. sidebar favorite moment. Hey, Johnny, it's yep. a boy. So <laughs> it's doesn't a have boy. to drown it. It's fine.
0: Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, favorite moments for you, Mark. Did I
1: steal them all? Uh, totally. Um, favorite moments. What did you do to your wife? I didn't teach you that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nazzy, Nazzy, Squazzy, and are you leaking on me? Johnny, we've talked before. I used to like greet you in the moment like, pop, jockey, where's your tips? And then like <laughs> yep. halfway through the day during classes, didn't matter what. Are you leaking on me, leaky? Like, no, yeah. Yep. This is a weird like formative King of the Hill episode for us, and it was great. And yeah, I yeah. Um ratings. What do you want to give her, buddy?
0: So I want to hear yours first, because like I said, I don't think I I gave this episode enough credit, and I think I may have rated it too low.
1: I gave this one a Char King. It is a really good episode. It really clips. Um, The POV shots from Peggy are genius. The, like, the, what do you call this? The, like, you know how Kubrick would, like, make actors redo the same scene over and over again? This episode has that vibe to me. Bobby's okay. breaking down. I cannot do this. I'm a 12 year old boy. Um, Peggy's breaking down is fantastic. Like so much. This this is a great episode. But it's great because it's like cinematically great, and that like the burden is so huge on these poor fucking people, mm-hmm. and you super appreciate it. Yeah, I gave it a Char King, but again, like my big like red baboon's ass of a waving flare against it is well you need the context or it makes no sense. That's why it's not a blue flame of valor, but yeah. How about you? Okay.
0: Man? So initially I gave it up butane, really? um, but honestly, Mark, do you feel that this is Imperial
1: worthy? I don't know because it's a good season finale slash into the new one. we so, so ostensibly Johnny, this is the last time we see, we have seen Peggy be not, potentially tbi peggy yeah and like have we gotten enough of her are you done seeing that character are you ready to move on like because again like and we're gonna watch for this but like man starting from here on in peggy's gonna get weird and dark and and wiggy and kind of cryptic and i don't know i i just don't know but i i Mm -hmm. It's a really good episode, though. And it clips, and it moves along, and it doesn't drop jokes. It might be kind of uncomfortable to watch, but, like, it's also kind of funny. Again, Luann crying at the skull, which I am 90% sure is a deer and or antelope because it has a fork horn, but that doesn't matter. That's not what we're here for. That's just me being a fucking hunting bitch. I don't know. Is it a char king? Is it... So, are Mark,
0: we, I'm going to give it a Charking, and here's my reason.
1: I can't tell if we're underscoring it or overscoring it. Do you know what I mean? Like, are we no, so, so in love with our content material that we don't know what to do with it?
0: No, so I'm going to give this a Charking, and here's why. Okay. It improved upon the episode previous to it by a lot. Yes. Like, I felt like it it improved a lot, and I didn't hate the last episode. It was just eh for me. Um And... By the context of what I know is coming next, like literally the very next episode, this right here is a perfect companion piece for that, and so it gets okay. a char King for me. So we'll call it an Imperial.
1: I'll call it an Imperial. Like I I'm not I'm not coming out for hate in any in any sense of the word. No, no, from. no. I just I wonder. I wonder if I'm not like too horned up or too giddy or exciters. I don't know if I'm all worked up on Goofenthal Goofenthal for King of the Hill, but like man, Goofenthal. this Goofenthal like how many it's seasons? a hell of a way to start you our fourth season it. man yeah you called it already like how many seasons end with like that cliffhanger are they dead no she's alive but cripple like it's fantastic yeah yeah also also um peggy's line of i have an itch in my armpit can you get it and it's like no you're not gonna get it you have that itch for the next six weeks get over it like <laughs> god i hope i'm never in a body cast um we gotta get out of here we've been here for way too long dude um we yeah we have so i before we get out of here johnny do you still like king of the hill here we are it we've gone into four well i guess we've completed three seasons of dangle podcast yeah johnny do you still like king of the hill dude
0: uh mark after 61 episodes i can uh wholeheartedly tell you i love king of the hill how about you man
1: Holy shit! Sixty-one episodes. No, I, I love King of the Hill. I feel like kind of a dickhead for even like proposing this podcast to you under the (laughs) uh, under the under the pretense of I don't really like King of the Hill. It's kind of stupid. Man, I'm dumb. These are the good days, listeners. These are the glory days. These are the salad days. Like, it'll never be this good again. I don't believe. Like, and I know I've said that before, but this is the moment. Like continuity the, just the continuity Johnny blue flame of continuity in these last couple episodes like yes we've talked about the chess games we've talked about how this doesn't work unless you've watched and here we are man like oh god damn I love King of the Hill and yeah where can the people find us Johnny I'm sorry
0: That no don't no need to apologize the good people actually let's mix and- this
1: up let's mix this up Okay. the good people of the internet can find us at Dangled Podcast at gmail they can find us at Dangled Podcast on twitter.com you can find Johnny at krautballstream that's kraut as in German that's ball as in my testicles and that's stream <laughs> <laughs> as in the consciousness as in the type of writing that I perform for this podcast a stream of consciousness and Johnny where can they find me uh, they mark? can
0: find you mark at marky stardust on twitter or on your other podcast the two wizards podcast and if i may plug that for just half a second guys we're recording this at a time where they just dropped a fan freaking tastic regular show episode if you are any fans at all of that show please do yourself a favor chunk out some time and get yourself some giggle water you're gonna love it
1: <laughs> giggle water thank you that is <laughs> That is high praise from Caesar, buddy. I appreciate it.
0: (laughs) All right, Mark. Well, let's get out of here. You folks have a wonderful night, and thanks for listening. Good night, everybody.